to the Heavenly Father. It manipulates and moves the omnipotent hand of Almighty God. And he lifts up his windows of a storehouse. And he bestows upon us a blessing that we cannot even hold and we cannot even contain. For thine is the kingdom and the glory and the power forever and forever and amen and amen. Ever since I knew that I was going to be coming your way and I've looked forward to it with great anticipation and with great challenge and great excitement. In fact, I'm so excited about being here, I can hardly wait to hear what I have to say. But hopefully what is going to be shared will take on a spiritual significance and a spiritual connotation and uh, in, in a lodging place in your very heart and your subconscious mind until when we do leave here in the next few hours, I mean, in the next few moments, that you will be stronger in the Lord and stronger in the faith than you have ever been in your life. That we, even this day, as we are gathered here together right now, will grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. And I'm so glad to be here and to follow my nephew to cure some of the heresy that he may have preached to you. So to be here with you today is a real honor of mine. And to have my beautiful wife with me, Jackie, honey, stand up and see how good that I did 60 years ago. Jackie, she's a tremendous blessing to me when she travels with me because if I'm, if I'm too loud, she'll do this. If I'm not loud enough, she'll do this. But I don't know. Some time back I was preaching and she was doing like this. So I wasn't sure if I wanted her to travel with me or not. Now let me get to the agenda at hand and the reason why that I am here to begin with. And that is to do one thing and one thing only. And that is to preach the glorious gospel of our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. If there has ever been an hour, if there has ever been a time, if there's ever been a culture, if there's ever been a generation, if there's ever been a society or a subculture, if there's ever been a now time that the ministry needed to stand from behind the sacred desk and under the anointing and the presence and the power of the Holy Ghost, speak forth what thus saith the word of the Lord. Because, you see, thy word is still true in the past, in the present, and in the future. The eternal, holy, sanctified writ 
of Almighty God is forever and forever. The seasons are going to change. The grass is going to change. The trees are going to change. But the Word of God does what? It endures forever and forever. So I build up on the premise here for the next few moments of the three little boys being asked the question, what do you want to be when you grow up? The one little boy said, oh, when I grow up, I want to be a doctor. I want to intervene in behalf of people physically. I want to help them to be able to have good health. I want them to have a better living in life. The second little boy, when he was asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he said, oh, when I grow up, I want to be a lawyer, God forbid. I want to be a lawyer. I want to intervene in behalf of people. I want to find out what is right and what is wrong, what is true and what is not true. I want to see that people get a fail shake in the life where they are finding themselves right now in life. The third little boy was asked the same question. What do you want to be when you grow up? He said, oh, when I grow up, and he thought for just a minute, he said, I want to be a lot of different things to a lot of different people. But first of all, he said, I just want to be myself. And that's how I come to you today. Hopefully under the anointing of the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. I just simply want to be myself. Would you give the Lord a hand clap of praise? Long before I ever had a title in this denomination of ours, the good Lord called me to preach. Long before I ever had a position or a title in this denomination of ours, for some reason or rather, the good Lord called me to preach. Long before I ever had any little educational letters affixed from behind my name, for some reason or rather, the good Lord called me to preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. No wonder the Bible said, Woe unto me if I preach not the gospel. No wonder the Bible said that the call of of God uh, is without repentance. So there are many messages that I could preach today, and I guess, first and foremost, if I knew this was the last message that I would ever preach upon uh, this earth, or the last message that you would have in your hearing, uh, I would simply preach the fact to you uh, that ye must be born again. You must be transformed. You must be changed. You must be regenerated. You must be liberated. The old man must be taken off and the new man must be put on in the likeness of the Lord Jesus Christ. Without repentance that no man shall ever see the Lord. But I guess the second most important message that I would preach that I'm going to preach here today would be simply the fact, 
let us not forget. Let us not forget. You see, we have a lot of things that take place in the process of the worship celebration, but nothing will ever preempt it. Nothing will ever supplant. Nothing will ever take the place of the preaching of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I guess the second most important myth that I feel is so necessary and needed here today is to recapture and to get renewed and to get recoiled and to be brought back to the fact in this day of secularism and, and liberalism and, and doubt and agnosticism that even in the body of Christ that we get back to being cognizant of the fact and recognizing the fact that the Word of God is still the eternal truth of the heavenly Father that is from everlasting unto everlasting a truth. I'm not talking about the truth of Nell Bart, the commentator in Atlanta, Georgia, that is a prototype of Paul Harvey, if any of you can remember it. And I'm driving down through the megalopolis of Atlanta, Georgia, and I see a great big sign. Neil Bortz's pictures there. His commentary goes all over the country. And I've preached a lot of sermons on this. And he simply said, large letters underneath of his picture, Ye shall know the truth, and the truth. Now, hold on to your seats and your polygrip. Yeah, I know, I'll, you, I'll pay for that later. Ye <laughs> shall know the truth. I almost lost my chain of thought. Ye, might be not be a bad thing. Ye, repent for the kill. No, ye shall know the truth. And the truth shall what? Make you mad. I'm, not, I'm talking about Neil Bortz. I'm not talking about the Lord right now. <laughs> Ye shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you mad. Now look at the generation. Look at the side. Look at the good old United States of America. The land of the spree and the home of the knave. And only God knows where we're going. If there's ever been a voice that's needed in the heads of this society, it is the church and the body of Christ in this last day. Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you mad. But that truth, it's given many, many descriptors. It's given many, many names. It's given many, many titles. He is called the Savior, the Redeemer, the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, the Counselor, the Mighty God, the Lily of the Valley, the Bright Morning Star, the Prince of Peace, the Conqueror of Death, the Wheel within the Wheel, the First and the Last, the Beginning and the End, the Alpha and the Omega, and the Soon Coming King. And before that truth, every knee is going to bow. And before that truth, every eye is going to behold. And before that truth... 
every tongue is going to confess that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. For in him we live and we move and we have our being because we are the creation and we are the people of Almighty God. Can I have a hand clap of praise in this place? Oh, John the Revelator said it best, and he said, And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True. Well, John, what did you see? What, what did you observe? His eyes were a flame of fire. On his head were many crowns. Uh, his, he, was, he was clothed with a, with, a, with a vesture that's dipped in blood, and his name is called what? His name is called uh, the Word uh, of God. Uh, I just came by here to tell you today uh, that the Word of God is still truth. I just came by here today to tell you uh, that the Word of God uh, is still life. Uh, this Word is still like a devouring flame. Uh, this Word is still a crushing hammer. This Word is still a life-giving force. This Word is still a saving power. This Word is still a defensive weapon. This Word is still a, a probing instrument. This Word is still alive and life-giving. Uh, this Word is still a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. This Word is that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth forth from the mouth of God the Father and heaven and earth and heaven and earth and heaven and earth is going to pass away but the eternal word of God it's going to live forever and forever give him a praise offering in this place in a day of methods now hear me I want to get relevant if I can. In a day of fads, in a day of passions, in a day of options, in a day of opinions, in a day of changes, in a day of challenges, in a day of choices, in a day of compromise, in a day of transition that you're in right now. Did I leave any out? <laughs> Thy word is still truth. Regardless of the country, regardless of the society, regardless of the culture, regardless of the subculture, regardless of the church in its diversity, regardless of the family and the extended family and the nuclear family and otherwise, regardless of the age of, of, of reason of life, regardless of the prodigal politicians, Regardless of the ungodly philosophies that are being belched out of the pits of hell, that wants to erode everything we ever stand for or stood for in the value system biblically, that is right, that is good, that is pure, that is just, and that is holy. Thy word is still truth. Again, heaven and earth is going to pass away but the Word of God is going to stand forever and forever. No wonder the great Apostle Paul said unto young Timothy that you are to do what? You are to preach. You are to preach the Word. You are to preach the truth. You are to preach the faith. You are to preach the doctrine. Nothing against this, but he didn't say that you're to preach psychology 
or you're to preach sociology, or you're to preach uh, philosophy, or you're to preach education, or you're to preach counseling. Nothing wrong with that, but that's not what Paul said. Paul said when you stand up, you open up your mouth, and you be instant in season, out of season, in between season. And you do one thing, uh, and you do one thing only. And that is to preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. To reprove, uh, and to rebuke, and to exhort with what? With all authority. The word. Uh, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God uh, unto salvation the word faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the lord the word if this gospel be hid it is hidden to them that are lost the word in whom the god of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not lest the light of the glorious gospel should be shed abroad in their heart the Word ever learning but never coming to the knowledge uh, of the truth. The Word, be ye not only hearers of the Word, but do, be ye doers of the Word. The Word, uh, ye err and ye go astray. Why? Because you do not know the Scripture, nor do you know the power of Almighty God. The Word, uh, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth forth from the mouth of God uh, the Father, uh, the Word. Uh, then he wrapped it up in a beautiful little package and he put a red ribbon about it and he placed it under our daily Christmas tree in the birth of the babe of Bethlehem. And he said without hesitancy, now here you are, and ye shall know what? And ye shall know the truth. It's not going to make you mad. It's not going to irritate you. I'm not doing this to you because you need it. Uh, but ye shall know the truth. <laughs> and the truth is going to do what? And the truth is going to deliver you. And the truth is going to set you free. Give the Lord a good hand clap of praise. But what is truth? What is truth that we've all sinned to come short of the glory of God? What is truth? For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in the Lord Jesus Christ. What is truth? You can snap back with stand back. You can perk up with penicillin. You can sleep with Salmonex. You can guzzle your alcohol. You can inhale your nicotine. You can pop your pills. You can stick the dirty, filthy, hypodermic needle in your vein. You can stretch out on the psychiatrist's couch and be psychoanalyzed from the encyclopedia of psychoanalysis. But the fact still remains, uh, our soul is never going to find rest. It's never going to find peace. It's never going to find joy. It's never going to find happiness. It's never going to find serenity or tranquility until it rests in the hands of the great big Jehovah God who made it and, and created it to begin with. For in him we live and we move and we have our being. Uh, as the poets of old have said, for we are his offspring that take on the characteristic of the heavenly Father, which happens to be, be ye holy as I am holy. For without this mode of operation, without this living, without this lifestyle, without this relationship, without this truth, no man 
man shall ever see the Lord. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. Now give him a praise offering. That's the truth. Let me go to page two. You you shall know the truth. I'm getting too old. I need to preach like this, really. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Oh, search the Scriptures, for in them they think, our eternal life, but they are they which testify to me. He that endures unto the end, the same is going to be saved. The Word is what we live in, live through, live up to, and live out. The Word is personal. It's practical. It's power. Ask and ye shall receive. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. That's the great search going on in the world today. I'm still old-fashioned enough to believe that for every crisis we'll ever face, God's blessed book has the answer. I'm still old-fashioned enough to believe for every trial and every temptation and everything stumbling block we may encounter, that God's blessed book still has the answer. I believe that Jesus Christ of the truth is still the curative factor that fills the emptiness and the vacuum that exists in the life of the human being that causes him to do the stupid and the crazy and the idiotic things we're seeing done in this last day. I believe that this is the great search that is going on among humanity. I believe it's going on among our youth, and God knows they need it. And it's going on in our families. God knows they need it. It's going on in the church, and we just need to get back to it and practice what we preach and live out what we testify about. That's the great search for the answer for the answer to the questions that are in life. We're not going to find the answer in the president. We're not going to find the answer in a stimulus package. We're not going to find the answer in a process of a program. We're not going to find the answer in a financial bailout. We're not going to find the answer in a government shutdown. We're not going to find the answer in the resolution of of the immigration crisis that we're facing today. We're not going to find the answer in the stars. We're not going to find the answer in astrology. We're not going to find the answer in the horoscope. We're not going to find the answer in Laura Lingham. We're not going to find the answer in Oprah Winfrey. We're not going to find, I hate to disappoint some of you, We're not going to find the answer in Dr. Phil. We're not going to find the answer in Brother Hannity. We're not going to find the answer in Rush Limbaugh. We're not going to find the answer in politics. We're not going to find the answer in the tabloids, the television, CNN, or Fox. We're not going to find the answer in the soap operas. We're not going to find the answer in sorcery and witchcraft and psychic. 
We're not going to find the answer in the new wave and the new age. We're not going to find the answer in ESP. Maybe ESPN, but we won't find it in ESP. We're not going to find the answer in transcendental meditation, in narcissism and hedonism and sector humanism and the scientific test tube and the university textbook and the computer and technology. And the, and, the, and the present church of this day, we're not going to find it in the polity. We're not going to find it in a policy. If you want to know about God, if you want to know about Jesus, if you want to know about the Holy Spirit, if you want to know about being saved, if you want to know about being sanctified, if you want to know about being filled with the Holy Ghost, if you want to know about speaking in other tongues, if you want to know about interpretation, if you want to know about healing, if you want to know about holiness, if you want to know about heaven, if you want to know about earth, if you want to know about hell, if you want to know about your marriage, if you want to know about your family, if you want to know about your husband, if you want to know about your wife, if you want to know about your wife, if you want to know about your wife, <laughs> look at me, honey, if you want to know... <laughs> about your wife uh, if you want to know about that mansion if you want to know about those streets of gold i can go on and go on i'll tell you where you go uh, you don't go to a textbook you don't go to a library uh, you don't go to google you don't go to the internet you go to what thus saith the word of the lord because it has the answer it has a solution it has the antidote to everything we will ever encounter or we will ever face on this earth. I'll heard it's truth. It's a lamp. It's a light. It's a guide. It's a road map. It's a compass. It's a plumb line. It's a mirror. It's a sword. It's a way. It's a truth. It's a life. It is a height, it is a depth, it is a breadth. It is God's love letter to his people and his church about life, about death, about hope, and about heaven. My prayer is simply, oh God, put your word back in our churches. Oh God, put your word back in our pulpits. Oh God, put your word back in our preaching. Oh, God, put your word back in our teaching, in our singing, in our music, in our choirs, in our classrooms, in our methods, in our curriculum, in our relationships, in our marriages, in our families, in our children's, in our politicians, in our government courthouses, in our educational in institutions. God, put, put your word back in the storehouse, in the state house, and the White House. But above everything, listen to me, above everything else, Oh, God, put your word back in our pews and the hearts of our people that we will not sin against thee and will go forth and wave high the blood-stained banner of the Lord Jesus Christ and declare the fact that he that was dead is now alive and that he lives forevermore and that God so loved he gave his son. His son was encased in flesh. His son came to this earth. His son went about 
about doing good, healing all manner, sickness and disease, and setting the captive free and delivering the press. And his son went to Calvary, and his son came off the cross, and his son went to the grave. But on the third day, the son came out of the grave, and the son showed himself of many infallible proofs, and the son ascended to the right hand of the Father, and he's making intercedence and intercession in your behalf and my behalf, and because the Word is real, and the Word is right, and the Word is alive, and the Word is true, and the Word is relevant, He's going to come back in all of His power and all of His glory, and He's going to change this body, and He's going to give us a brand new body of power and presence, a likeness of His Son, the Lord of lords and the King of kings. Love Him here. So, it's not ye shall know the truth, and the truth will make you mad. It's ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Now hear me. In a day when the Christian message is perhaps at this hour facing its greatest challenge from devastating forces both without and within, now here, and a dumbing down and compromise and diluting the Word of God. And salvation means no more to many than a membership role. Thy Word is still truth. When many believe in God but live as though he doesn't exist, that's the Christian atheist. Thy word is still truth. When the church has accommodated the culture rather than transforming it, thy word is still truth. When patronism has paralyzed the church to dilute the message of Christ with glittering generalities and pious pious politudes, platitudes, thy word is still truth. When the church wants to dwell in the tabernacle of transfiguration without paying the price of suffering, thy word is still truth. When we want to tarry in the upper room of Pentecost without experiencing Calvary, thy word is is still truth. When we want to enter the promised land without crossing the wilderness, thy word is still truth. When we want to exercise spiritual gifts without living in Christian love, thy word is still truth. When in our society there is the threat of the complex technology replacing relationships, thy word is still truth. When in a society there's a constant competition of business in an ever-fluid society of dog-eat-dog, dog, thy word is still truth. When in our society are there are nagging advertisements, the dark headlines of war, of crime, the nervous laughter of a generation and the need of 10,000 psychiatrists to keep it in balance. Thy word 
is still true. When in our society, the problems of everyday life, the wasted hours before the television, the computer, the cell phone, the rebellious child, the house payment, the overdue bills, the new card unpaid for, the dread of cancer and disease, the economic plight, thy word is still true. When we are on Facebook more than we have our face in the book, thy word is still true. Oh, if I could sing a song here today. I wouldn't rap, but I guess I would rap it. I hate rap. I don't understand rap. It means nothing to me. But if I were to rap it, I would rap it with the song of Andre Crouch. And it would go like this, boom, 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 boom. Through it all, through it all. Boom, 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 boom. Through it all, through it all. I've learned. To trust in Jesus. Through it all. Boom, 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 boom. I've learned to trust in God. Other oh, crescendo. But boom, 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 boom. I need to say that again. Boom, 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 boom. Through it all. I've learned to depend upon his word till every dot I and cross T comes forth like an artesian well that will never run dry, moves through my innermost being like rivers of living water. And I can say to the demons and the doubts and the deception and the devils and Satan and Lucifer, Get behind me, Satan. I resist you, Satan, in the Word of God. For I'm not going to live by bread alone, but I'm going to live by what the Word of the living God says to me. Young lady was beaten from pillar to post. home, taken from home to home, ended up in an institution, came out one day from that, from that institution on a beautiful day, sun was shining, grounds well, manicured, with an insatiable desire to express herself. And so she found a piece of paper, and she found a pencil, and she wrote a note, and she took that note after writing it and folded it up, took it to the fence that separated her from the public of society, maneuvered her way up 
took the note and dropped it on the other side of the fence. Oh, the matron of the institution saw what had happened. She expeditiously ran, ran to where that note was, not knowing what it would say. And she opened up the note, and it simply read, To whomsoever reads this note, I love. Oh, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh, and the Word dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory of that, the only begotten, full of mercy, and He opens, He said, to whomsoever opens my book. Sinner, homosexual, lesbian, addict, adulterer, fornicator, Thief, pedophile, child abuser, wife beater. Oh, you think I'm going to stop there? Lukewarm Christian, to him that knoweth the good to do good, and he doeth it not, to him it is a sin. Problem, but answer. To whomsoever, you better get a bigger Bible. To whomsoever reads this note, Though you were dead in the trespasses of sin. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, I've come to give you life. Give it to you much more abundantly. I've come for my truth to dwell in your very being. Would you stand with me, please? At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burden of my heart rolled away. Was there by faith I received my sight, and now I am happy. One more time. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight and now I'm happy all today. I don't know. I feel victory. I don't feel depressed. I can't do the work of the Spirit. I can't do the work of Christ. That's why He shed His blood. The Spirit convicts. So if you have need of salvation today, confess your sins, and He's able and just to forgive you. 
I surrender all to him. I freely give and I freely. I crucify the flesh with its lust and possession thereof. I lay aside every weight and every sin which doth so easily beset me. And so, Father, I commit myself back to you to hide. This is a good one, Lindor. To hide your word in my heart that I will not sin against you. Now, being positive in that, just lift your hands and give honor and glory to God out loud. Come on, saints, praise him. I just cannot praise him enough. He saved me. He sanctified me. He filled me with the Holy Ghost. He set me free. He healed my body. He touched my mind. He saved me just in time. I just cannot praise him enough for what he has done. Now give him a hand clap of praise. Now unto the King, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, I give all the honor and the glory forever and forever. And amen and amen. And if my nephew comes back, tell him my sermon was a lot deeper than his. Thank you, Dr. Walker. I believe if he had to preach heresy, 